This is another episode of On the Grid by Z Prime. Love your energy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Z Prime On the Grid. I am Dylan Lockwood. Joining me today is the Director of Technology, Strategy, and Innovation at iTron, Tim Driscoll. Tim, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you. And also joining me is David Lusick, Director of AMI Strategic Solutions at Tico. David, how are you doing? I'm doing very well also. Thank you. So uh, I want to talk about distributed intelligence today. Tim, can you give us a, a quick definition of that term and how that fits into your organization's vision strategy? So really, distributed intelligence is following the age-old adage of moving the solution closer to the problem. Uh, so if you look at uh, you know, societies, armies, companies, however you want to view things over the ages, um, those who have managed to move the decision-making uh, and the action uh, closer to the problem where the optics are clearer and the latency is lower. And as a result of that, just the the ability to adapt is, is so much greater. Um, that's exactly what we've done with distributed intelligence. If you think of uh, where the uh, where the meter, utilities meter lies, it's right at that transformation point between the utility and the consumer, right at the edge of the grid. Um, and so moving, uh, moving the ability for those devices to analyze, work together, take action, uh, and solve problems um, opens up a, a whole new set of both optimizations and new uh, problems that can be solved uh, in the utility and the consumer space. Yes, yeah, so, so David, how does Tico uh, view their, their role in um, distributed intelligence, especially in regards to the AMI solutions that you're in charge of? So from our perspective, that, that was one of the reasons why we actually selected iTron was we were intrigued with the distributive intelligence. We're always looking for ways to better utilize technology and data to benefit our customers. And when you follow the description that, that Tim just laid out before you, uh, from us, it really opened up the art of the possible is when you have that much access to that much information, while we couldn't really articulate what we could do at the time that we made the selection, it was one of those items that, that drove it to us. So we're really looking forward to, uh, to, to having that visibility and, and starting to find information and be able to make decisions uh, in, in real time with better data, uh, closer to where the, the problems you know, with, within our uh, system are occurring. So how does uh, distributed intelligence optimize grid operations? So from Tampa Electric's perspective, we're looking at it to, to, to really start having the visibility on our distribution system that, that we have on our transmission and generation system. So, so exactly how that fits into play, we're not entirely sure yet. This is really at the beginning of a, of a very exciting journey. But, uh, but, but with it, as you start seeing more distributive energy resources, whether they're electric vehicles or, or residential solar power or uh, battery walls, those kind of, of items in, in other distributive uh, energy resourcing continues to, to make your distribution system to start look like your transmission system. So, so it allows us that visibility to start dealing with two-way power flows with real-time information out on the edge. And t uh, so, Tim, are there are also ways that DI uh, interacts with consumer relationships. How, how does that work? Uh, certainly, yeah. If you think of the, the concept of 
an active and informed consumer, uh, which is really the the desire of of you know both society and and utilities everywhere. Um, uh, you really need uh, the insights into what is happening right now and what those opportunities are, whether it be in the in the energy savings space or whether it be in the the new programs available. You need those to be happening. Uh, in real time or in near real time to get the active part of that. So, so telling a uh, you know a consumer a month later on a bill that they used more energy than last month, um, you know, wow. it doesn't allow that consumer to be very active, and they're not terribly informed at that point about what caused that. Um, versus the abilities that distributed intelligence brings to be analyzing in real time and notifying consumers hey, you have this opportunity for improvement. You have this appliance that's not performing as it should. You're in a high uh, rate period uh, right now and you're using these appliances, you should turn them off. Um, that's really, and then as consumers move into the sort of prosumer space uh, with their own distributed uh, generation and, and desire to move that back into the grid, um, distributed intelligence also provides that uh, real-time analysis uh, capability and, and real-time action capability to allow those uh, those resources to be uh, to be effectively uh, integrated into the grid and again get to that sort of active informed consumer that has the information to act in in real time and change things not just find out over after the fact that something has happened are there safety use cases? Yeah, there are a few, and in fact, uh, you know, a couple of the first ones that we've released, um, they detect um, conditions, so poor connections in the low voltage wiring. So the the low voltage part of the grid, David mentioned the distribution grid in general, um, the low voltage part of the grid, and in particular that uh, which is closest to the consumers, um, the ability to detect poor connections there, uh, which cause you know both. Uh, um, issues with uh, with voltage quality, but but also with with heating, as well as the ability to um, uh, to detect when uh, other uh, conditions have happened, and the ability to uh, detect theft, which people don't usually think of as a safety issue, but it is whenever someone you know, puts an illegal connection on the. Uh, on the uh, the distribution grid, um, they're putting themselves, their neighbors, and utility personnel in danger. For Tampa Electric, how does how does that all come together for your uh, grid modernization? Yeah, so from a grid modernization standpoint, it, it's for for us, it's really about right now proving out the technology. Now, these use cases, absolutely, both high impedance and broken neutral, will allow us to have visibility to to safety and. Uh, in conditions on the customer's side of the, the delivery point that we've never had visibility to before. So it opens up the door of, of some very unique customer experience benefits to, to where you can proactively identify problems before customers even experience them on their side of the fence. The theft is, a, is an operational advancement you know, for us to, to allow that increased visibility into anybody stealing power, which, which is, has clear operational benefits. But as far as grid modernization as a whole, we're really excited about the next round of apps that are coming out. So, so we're in the middle of a, a piloting these with ITRON and in the development of them, but we're very excited about the next range that comes in, whether it's locational awareness, uh, electric vehicle detection, uh, residential rooftop detection. That next round really helps our, our grid mod 
uh, journey in, in the sense of the, the increased visibility that I referred to before. Who's developing these apps and, and with what tools? How, how is this being developed? How is this being approached? These applications are being developed uh, both by ITRON and by third parties. Uh, one of the things we did with the uh, distributed intelligence platform um, is we, uh, we designed it specifically to allow uh, third-party vendors and utilities themselves uh, to develop applications. We knew that ITRON has expertise in certain areas, but if we really wanted to expand the business value, that we needed to open this up to all of those who could innovate and, and everyone who had a great idea. And so uh, even today, uh, we have several of the applications that, that ITRON is developing, but we also have more than a dozen third parties uh, developing applications to run on those, those meters to, uh, to serve utilities and their customers. What are the data sources uh, feed, feeding these apps and how do you ensure quality? Uh, so the, the data sources are indeed the, uh, the meters themselves. Um, so, of course, electric meters have have always had the ability to produce multiple uh, electrical quantities and measure voltages and currents and uh, and uh, watts and bars and VA and all of the various quantities. Um, and so it's all of those same values uh, that are published locally on the meter for the distributed intelligence applications uh, to access. And of course, there are uh, multiple, you know, state uh, federal and other regulations in place uh, for the testing of those um, of those uh, those data sets because of the fact, of course, that it's also the revenue meter. So uh, we're just taking advantage of the uh, in many cases the the same um, the same capabilities and the same data sets that um, have been proven throughout the the various regulated testing processes. David, what are your overall goals for for forwarding these? What are the business goals for that? So from our standpoint, it really fits into one of our core philosophies, which is continuing to try to be innovative, provide greater reliability, lower cost, and, and really increase customer choice. So from, from our standpoint, it fits very nicely in there. It's, it's a very innovative, uh, fresh approach to it. Again, using that, that greater data with a greater granularity. So from our perspective, again, it, it opens up that art of the possible. And uh, as Tim alluded to earlier, you, you have ITRON that, that has the, you know, the greatest understanding of this technology doing, you know, a lot of the initial development, but we're also very excited with that third-party app development access to where you have a lot of innovative people that, that are looking to solve problems in, in similar spaces to ours and, and allowing us to, to, to leverage those skill sets and, and leverage those outcomes. In addition to it, at some point, we might start actually trying to, to start developing apps when, when the time is right for our organization. But overall, it's, it's just that next step of, of allowing data and technology to, to do the work and to continue to make uh, our products and services better. Uh, how specifically do these apps and distributed intelligence, uh, how are those stepping stones to, the, to those overarching goals? Yeah, I, so I think I think specifically, uh, again, it's it's allowing us visibility uh, out on the edge of the grid further than we've ever had it with real time actionable data. So so from our standpoint, it, it's being able to to actively manage that grid with that data and to incorporate it into our, our other initiatives like uh, microgrids or higher reliability rates. Um, identifying for you know customers that, that that are having significant intermittent problems or 
or voltage fluctuation levels that, that, that occur in sm much smaller durations. So for us, it's, it's really the, is, is the technology is there to continue to help us solve a lot of these problems within the utility that, that we just couldn't address before, mostly because we couldn't see them happening. So again, from our standpoint, it, it, it goes back to that customer choice that Tim alluded to, to all the potential programs you, you can get from these apps with that visibility on the edge and then that greater operational visibility. Yeah, and, and from a stepping stone perspective, if we think of, you know, David mentioned location awareness, which is really the meters verifying continually their electrical connectivity in terms of what transformer they're on, what phase they're on, what what feeder they're on is switching and other things are occurring on the uh, on the distribution network, which is sort of step one of of grid operations is making sure that uh, that you know where all of your data sources are located uh, electrically um, at any moment. Um, and then uh, stepping up from there, as, as David mentioned, the much higher resolution uh, values, the second and sub-second uh, values, um, and then the ability to uh, to monitor uh, voltage conditions, monitor power flow conditions, and again, analyze and and, uh, and make decisions on that in real time ultimately leads up uh, to the ability to have a, a grid that is a response system as opposed to the more traditional control system, uh, which becomes much more important uh, as you get uh, distributed uh, uh, generation in particular, and now all of your power flows and your generation aren't the central power plants we're used to, to thinking of. They're all over the grid, and your grid needs to respond uh, rather than, than be centrally controlled. These are all stepping stones to that. So in terms of you know the development of distributed intelligence, what have been some of the technological challenges that previously were hindering long-term strategies on DI or maybe slowing uh, adoption? Yeah, I mean, I think if you if you step back more than a few years, the the obvious one was cost. Um, that it's only been in the last four or five years that we've been able to build uh, meters with you know Linux computers inside and access to all of this very high resolution data and the and the networks that allow the the uh, devices to uh, share information with each other and and learn at the edge. Um, you know, all of this would have been technically possible 25 years ago if we had, you know, put uh, SCADA systems and RTUs at every home. But, you know, the cost would have been, you know, orders of magnitude more than the value. So, you know, the single biggest uh, hurdle that has been crossed is that now we can do all of this from a technology perspective at the, uh, you know, at the price points of a traditional smart meter. Um, and so that is really, you know, many of the problems and the, and the opportunities that we're now able to take advantage of have been there for some time. It's just that there was a simple technology cost hurdle uh, to solving the problem this way. Now that we're over that hurdle is when we can move to, you know, those more efficient uh, distributed solutions. David, do you agree with that assessment? Uh, what Was there anything um, that... Uh, really made you as an organization want to really look into and invest in these kinds of strategies? No, I, I absolutely agree with, with Tim's assessment. Uh, it, you know, historically, if you had a problematic customer or, or an area of the grid that, that you felt you had a problem, 
you would have to put out very specialized equipment that tended to be very expensive and, and also was labor intensive, either gathering data, the installation, the reinstallation, moving it around as, as you're trying to chase problems or identify potential issues. With the iTron solution, this basically allows you to have that access at every single endpoint on your system. And now is really the journey of, of trying to find, you know, the absolute best ways to do this. So from our standpoint, we absolutely uh, fell in love with the vision and we're, we're excited about those possibilities, although they weren't, we weren't exactly clear at the time of, of how they're going to play out. But as, as we continue down this and, and are working through the pilots and, and the, the first several apps that we put out there and we're starting to see successes, just continues to, to open that door on the, on the art of the possible and, and the type of things that, that we can do to continue to take advantage of, of distributive intelligence. Uh, were there any kind of organizational challenges or anything about the onboarding process that needed to be smooth, smoothed out? No, I, I will tell you, we, we have a very robust team in uh, one of the items with us specifically was the uh, some of the back office network type um, uh, functions. But we had those skill sets in-house already. As it comes to data in and of itself, <clears throat> we're moving forward in, in that journey with, with, with several initiatives. But the nice thing about the apps is they're kind of encapsulated uh, by themselves and, and as a utility, you're basically uh, throwing out a problem statement and then iTron third parties or, or your own utility works through leveraging data on the edge and then uh, br bringing back those solutions. So it's almost one of those uh, items to where you can get as deep into the technology as you want to. But from our vantage point where we are right now, we're really not spending a lot of time actually doing the programming and, and those kind of skill sets, which, which we have, we would repurpose. But, but uh, from our standpoint, organizationally, it fit very nicely into our existing org. So there really wasn't a lot of new skill sets or, or any kind of um, you know, uh, additional uh, positions that, that we needed. In fact, you know, our, our hope is as you continue to leverage this technology, it will in fact free up other, um, you know, manpower and, and resources in the organization to allow you to repurpose them to, to other types of uh, activities in the org. In general, where are there opportunities for utilities to expand their data capabilities? We usually look to ways to expand their information capabilities. Um, one of the things that uh, distributed intelligence does is it, it, it returns only the nuggets in the information. You're processing everything locally and you're not saying here's a thousand data points or a million or 10 million data points, see if you can find a problem. The, the device is actually telling you, here's where you should switch a capacitor. Here's where you have a poor connection. Here's where you have such. And so I think it's, it's really a, a means of expanding the information capabilities, which is really where you get to that business value more quickly. So, um, uh, the ability to provide 30, 40, 50, 60 pieces of useful information uh, in a day, as opposed to 600,000 bits of data in which there may be three pieces of, of uh, information uh, buried. I think that ratio of information to data is, is where distributed intelligence really shines. And David, from your perspective, where do you see opportunities to increase information capability, as Tim gracefully put it? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, I agree with everything Tim said and, and hold a very similar view. I, I think in an ideal world, 
uh, it would be nothing more than a problem statement to, to ITRON or third parties, whether it's a, a customer experience or trying to better understand customer consumption habits or consumption status, whether it's uh, operational characteristics that you're looking for or operational phenomenal, uh, phenomenon that you're actually trying to run down and, and, and triage that uh, I, ideally you would be able to pass over that problem statement and, and ITRON would be able to leverage the data that's already there and, and come back with the results. So from my perspective, it, it, you know, it's, it's really one of those, uh, the hardest part is really defining the problem. Uh, a lot of the, the data and the opportunity to solve it is, is already there. Uh, the framework and infrastructure is there. So from us, it's, it's just taking to advantage of it and continuing to build on, on the relationship and, and the experiences that we've gained to this point. Uh, well, David, that's, uh, that's really insightful. Thank you for that. And uh, thank you for uh, being on and talking about distributed intelligence coming into your long-term strategy. Thank you. I enjoyed the conversation. And Tim, thanks for being on uh, to discuss all of the uh, opportunities and uh, potential out there for, the, for this technology and these strategies. Okay, well, thank you and have a good day. And for everyone else, you can find our research and media at zprime.com. You can find us on social media at dylockwood at zprime underscore research. My name is Dylan, and we'll see you all next time.